Andrew Fuentes is about to cut off my hair before the cancer gets to it, and I will prevail. All right, welcome back to episode seven. I think we're calling it hairless. I'm about to be. Uh, special guest today, I have a former student, Andrew Fuentes. Yes. He will be, he will, look at him, he's already chiming in, he's like a pro already. <laughs> look at that. I haven't got to see this guy in a while. Actually, let's look, you're going to hear his story today, so we'll actually start off with this. So, you graduated this last year. Yeah, so I graduated this year, COVID. But, yeah, that's no, where I'm going. You no know where I'm going year. with it. Yeah. yeah. So, talk about no senior year. What's that? What was that like? Honestly, just being at home. So one thing that I noticed just being at home, like I was just the first few months, I was just like in my bed, just watching TV all day, kind of like just being like, it sucked just being at home, you know? But one thing that I realized was that I had to kind of seek the op- like the, the opportunity and like the opposition that, you know, COVID brought all of us. And that thing, the that thing, and that thing was, um, you know, hair. So my dad had had always like told me like, why don't you start doing hair? You know? And I was just like, uh, like I never really saw the money in it because all you see is like, you know, those little hair shops here and there. But, um, yeah, I just, I start, I picked it up off of YouTube, YouTube Academy, I guess. Right. So when I started learning and, um, I got my first pair of clippers, just started practicing on my brothers and I just, you know, I guess I prevailed through through COVID. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, okay, I'm gonna, I have to stop you right there because you're absolutely killing it. Yeah, uh, he's he's killing it. This guy's a natural. Uh, so here's this is very interesting. The reason I have Andrew here today is tomorrow I start, and I know this is coming out on Friday. So okay, yesterday I started chemotherapy. We'll just do that to fool you guys. Um, but he is here recording the day before. Um, and after tomorrow, I can't get my haircut anymore in public because of the chemotherapy. So he's coming over today to cut it for me. And the reason that I have him here is because I ran into him at our, uh, at the high school, uh, homecoming game that yeah. we just had the high school that, that he graduated from his brother is currently playing for the football team. And I happened to be sitting there by him. And he told me that he was going to school to be a barber, but it sounds to me like you were not planning on that prior to COVID. So no, not at all. <laughs> so, so what were you? Okay. What, what did you want to be prior to that? So before that, honestly, middle school, I had like, you know, good grades and stuff. But when I got into high school, those, all the, that kind of shifted. I'm not really sure what it was. Maybe I picked up a new set of friends or just getting, you know, starting to wear different clothes, you know, carry myself a different way. But I just started not doing well in school. I realized that, you know, maybe that it wasn't something that was for me. Um, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I had, I, so Andrew, I had Andrew his junior year in person for only half a year, actually. Yeah. We've only spent half a year in class together. Exactly. Uh, it felt like forever. It really did. That ha- <laughs> that half a year was like. It seemed long, didn't it? Right. Yeah. I feel like I remember everything yeah. from that half a year at every class. So Andrew was, and I'm probably going to get you in trouble with this. That's all right. Would would sit in the back, straight in front of me, and, and he would be down. And he had a couple of people on either side of him, and he would talk and he would talk. 
and he would always be kind of slouched down a little bit. And then I would like stop and someone would tell him because I'd just stare at him and he'd look up at me and then he'd shrink a little bit lower and then he'd listen for a minute and then right back to socializing. And I thought it was never a distraction, mm-hmm. but I had a vibe where it was just like, I don't think this is like, I don't think school, high school was the right place for you. Yeah. Is that, I mean, am I right in saying that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, exactly. it's not just you. A yeah. lot of kids feel this way. A lot of kids. That's why I I don't think that school is like the the right thing or higher education at least for you know for everybody because sure. we're taught you know we got to go to college you got to go to university to become rich and successful but that's that's not the case at all you know you look at so many other people that have gone on to be successful and do all these great things but they haven't even done higher education at all um, but yeah I just think that not everyone is built for that sort of uh, path. At least for me, definitely I wasn't. Um, right. Like we were talking about earlier, you know, I feel like school kind of teaches us more to be employees than, you know, entrepreneurs because, you know, the, we're le- we're learning to, you know, save money. We're not really learning anything about taxes or anything. Right. But we're told that we have to save money to be rich and su- successful. It, it's interesting that you said that because I just thought about, like, yeah, like this is what you have to do, do to be successful, but no one teaches you. What to do with it? Yeah. What do I do with this money? No one, no one ever taught me this. Yeah. I went to college and I learned trigonometry and I learned exactly uh, all this other stuff, but no one told me what to do after. We've we've often a lot of us uh, teachers have sat around and said, "Why don't we teach like a life class? Yeah. Like why?" I think that's where I was hoping with what I was doing with culinary or well, in the classroom uh, was to try to to teach life lessons mm-hmm. because no one tells us this stuff. Yeah. You know, you had a perfect point there when you were saying. You know, you're being taught to be a, a worker and not an entrepreneur. You're taught to be just part of a system. Exactly. But then, ironically enough, in a class where you're learning how to be a chef or photography or uh, woodworking or auto shop or whatever, you're being taught to be a worker. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's weird because to me, it's like I'm teaching kids how to flip burgers. And I've always said I don't want to teach kids how to do that. I've always said I wanted you guys to be your own individual, yeah. you know, if you were paying attention at that point. <laughs> but uh, I've always wanted you guys to be your own individual thing. And it's it's funny that you see that. Uh, and you're just, you're 18, you said. Yeah. So 18 and you've already started. And we'll, we'll get into this in a minute, what, what you're doing, because I want to give you the opportunity to promote yourself. Yeah. So we already have young people that are recognizing that there's uh, more to just being an employee, that there's an entrepreneurial mindset that I think is more is more common in younger people now yeah. than people think it is. I think that the, the millennials came through and they, they get a bad rep. But the millennials, like, we're kind of handed everything. We, yeah. I, we all feel that. But you're not a millennial because you're after them, right? Yeah. And you Gen Zers, like, have this I want to prove myself attitude. Exactly. And then, and I think YouTube and I think – because you said you learned haircutting from YouTube. Exactly. I learned everything that I – not everything that I know. But I've learned a lot off of YouTube. Right. I think, obviously, not for every profession, and, like, you're able to learn off of YouTube. Well, I mean, like, you don't want to learn to I be, like, a, a doctor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't want my doctor, like, learning everything they know off of YouTube. Right. But, like, let's say, you know, if you want to be 
a, st- a stock trader or like a or like a barber or whatever you know the profession is i think those types of things you can definitely you don't have to go to a, a, some sort of like college or university even the people were telling me like hey andrew like you should definitely like maybe get your associate's degree so you know how to you know carry your own business when you want to own your own barbershop and you know i didn't really think about it but i realized that you know, it's something that I don't think is, is needed because I have so many mentors in my life. Like, you know, Miss Keisha, mm-hmm. she owns a bu- bunch of businesses in the in the hair industry. I don't even know how many she has now. Or even uh, the person I work with right now, Roddy, he uh, he owns his own. Wait a second. Yeah. What? So, so you know him. Shut yeah. up. So he's cut your hair. My guy? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. All right. We got something to talk about <laughs> then. All right. So... Uh, go ahead finish what you're saying okay i didn't plan i didn't expect this go ahead finish what you're saying about your mentors yeah so those you know all those i have so many mentors in my life and they have all really i'm so grateful to have those type of people in my life where they're you know i just think that you should be learning off of people that are already successful or you know are going towards that way and i I don't want to get off track but also like surrounding yourself with the right people is also like a good thing to have like, you know, that's very true what people say, you know, the people that are around you are the people that, you know, they reflect on the, like who you are as a person. Right. So if you're hanging out with a bunch of, you know, successful people, it's more than likely that you're going to be successful one day. You know, if you're, I've heard something too saying that, um, you know, if you're, you're, if you're in the same friend group and you're always feeling like the most smartest person in the room, like you got to find new friends, you know, cause you don't want to like. There's nothing yeah, to learn. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Maybe that's why I hang out with my wife. So, man, that's, that's probably why I love being around my wife because I know I'm never the smartest person in the yeah. room. That's a lot your, to learn. Your wife from is re- really successful. Huh? She she's a director or what is she? Well, she yeah she's she's uh, yeah. It's hard to measure her success based on her job title. Yeah, but rather her work. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah because exactly. a title is just something that people give you. Definitely. But if you, yeah, it's exactly yeah. what you're saying here. If you look at all the people that my wife is around the benefit that they get from being around her mm-hmm. you know is, is impressive yeah and and i think that's where success is measured you know um i think it, it's interesting when you were talking about mentors because the, the the thing that it made me think of is back in the day when you were learning a trade mm-hmm. you always learned it from someone that had done it before you you know you had a journeyman you had an, you were an apprentice yeah. uh to a to a master Whatever it is. Yeah. Now, if we're talking about that, uh, you're literally doing it the traditional way. You're learning a trade. Yeah, yeah. you learned about it. Like any one of us can learn to tattoo, for example, with my tattoo artist. Any <laughs> one of us can learn to tattoo. And I can learn to tattoo on on uh, YouTube. And my tattoo artist was pointing out that there's so many tattoo artists now that all just went and they learned it online and they just went out there and started tattooing. He did it the traditional way. He apprenticed under someone for a very long time and he did all this and he actually thinks it may have limited, you know, the creativity because this is how you do it. This is the way it's always been. And I think what you're talking about here is having, you already have the right mindset. School was teaching you and there's nothing against higher education. no. But school was teaching you to be a certain way, and you saw that that mindset wasn't necessarily the right mindset for you. Exactly. So you're talking about these people that are mentoring you. So you said Miss Keisha. Do you yeah. want to talk about that for a minute? Yeah. So I met her maybe my sophomore year, 
it was a program through school, so I would go in the barber shop, you know, do like little, um, just little do things for her um, to help her run her business. And I would go in like, I'm not sure how how many days a week, but you know, going I was learning a lot, um, just seeing her how she was running her business. But at that time, I didn't even know that I wanted to do hair, or I hadn't. I didn't really have so much interest in it. But it was it was just a kind of like a summer job. Okay, so she she has a barber shop, or it's kind of like a school. So or? she has a barber shop. She has a school. She has a salon. She has or her cosmetology and barbering, and she's opening up another like a esthetician class. She has like multiple beauty supply stores. She's like mm. she's on it. Yeah. <laughs> and she was she was teaching at a college, correct? We yeah, don't, we she don't was. need to say the name of the college. Yeah, we don't need yeah. to drag anyone's name into this. But she was teaching at a college and from because I've met her. I've yeah. worked with her uh well, I've I've sat in meetings with her and we've discussed. And so her she's got a great mindset. Um but kind of the same thing. She saw that there was more to offer mm-hmm. to to young people. Like she saw where where she was at, and she was just like, "I could do this," or "There's more to offer." And I think that's where where I'm at right now is it's like if I can't be in the classroom and I can't get to the to to talking to the 125 kids that are in front of me, well then maybe they'll tell other people, and maybe I can do whatever it is I do to more people for the time being while I'm out for what I, I, the rest of this school year at yeah. least. Um, but okay, I, I got to get to this because I didn't know this was coming. So Roddy, yeah. All right. There's like only one guy around here that does hair named Roddy. I met him. He's cut my hair once. He's actually, actually, Roddy's the last guy that's cut my hair. Really? It looks like. Well, I cut it. Well, Roddy and then me. But <laughs> Roddy hooked me up. He was at he was at a, a place in Azusa. Yeah. And uh, I had gone in. I had just looked it up. They had good reviews on Yelp. I went in there. My guy, my guy. So I, he kept saying, "Hey, my guy, my guy." I was like, "I love." This. So I went to school and I was telling everyone, "I was like, oh, there's this dude uh, at this place." And then everyone was like, "Roddy," and it's like, "Oh man, like everyone knows yeah. Roddy, right?" So when quarantine hit, I didn't have anywhere to go, and I was gonna go back to that place and and see him. And they were like, "We're not taking anything." And then I was like, "How am I gonna find this guy?" And literally, now that you're my barber. Oh, I should congratulations, you're my barber. It's not a lot of, it's not a lot of work, man. I got half half a head of hair left. That's it. Um but Roddy, that's that's crazy. So yeah. how how is he influencing your life? And and go ahead and name drop at this point. Where yeah. are you working at? So um right now I'm working at Clean Clean Lines Barbershop in Asusa. And uh so we met through through TikTok actually. I saw his what? Yeah, I saw his educational videos like he was posting about barbering and stuff like that. So I gave him a follow and as bar- barbers, you know, we do like the mutual following and stuff. So we follow each other on Instagram. I didn't think anything of it because I do that all the time with other barbers. Sure. At least in my area. And um, he hit me up through Instagram and he was telling me, hey, like, I got a chair open for you if, if you wanted it. I was like, wow, like, that's so awesome that, you know, he's offering that to me like that because I know that, you know, that's his business. You know, he has right. to look out for the people he hires and doesn't hire. And um, so, yeah, and I gave him a shot and... Uh, well, he gave me a shot. <laughs> yeah, he gave me a shot. And um, I went in there, and he's like, not only is he a good barber, you know, cutting hair-wise, but I think where his strong suit comes in is his prof- professionalism. Because like you were saying now, like, the way he, like, was talking to you, you probably felt his, like, his vibe. Yeah, he's and, a good dude. Yeah. yeah he's so, a real good dude. 
So his professionalism was on point. He was teaching me things that like I didn't even know. Like so I was sitting in my barber chair and he told me like, hey, like, don't sit in your barber chair. I'm like, huh? And he's like, Well, we have a break room for a reason. You don't see your doctors sitting on their on the little platform mat when they <laughs> right? when when they're waiting for you. And he's like he's like, You always want to have your your chair open for when your client walks in. I'm like, wow, like that's one thing. So I had a few little bad habits that he helped me kind of tweak. And also he also knows a lot about, you know, the stock market. And stuff like that. And I've been trying to invest in that myself. And he's been teaching me more about just the financial literacy stuff, like IRA accounts, all this extra stuff that, you know, we need to know as uh, independent contractors because we don't, I mean, it's not like I have 401k or anything. So I have to sure. look into the future. Well, I mean, the pandemic shut down everyone. Yeah. You know, my my tattoo artist, once a pandemic hit, he, it's like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Because if people can't come in to if people can't come in to get their haircut, yeah, what are you supposed to get? That six hundred dollar a month check or whatever that was that apparently everyone's still living off of. I yeah. don't know. I don't know where all this money's that's, coming from. That's why I think it's very important to have multiple streams of income, whether it's like passive income or the things that you have going on on the side. Like for me, I have a lot of passions. People. And I've I've heard someone say that you know only focus on one, but if you look at other people like Kanye, like he's people don't know him just for rap; they know him for his fashion brand, for you know other side things that he's done. For me, like that's kind of what I want to be known for—not just cutting hair. Right. I don't want to be be known as barber. I don't even like the term being called a barber. Honestly, I like more like hairstylist or just creative in general because I you know I like I take photos, videos. Well, um, you're doing an art form. Yeah, it's an art form. You're this, not. You're not a barber. Yeah. I mean, barber. No, no offense to barbers. Barbers are barbers. They they, yeah. they do it right. But what you're doing is vastly different. It's an yeah. art form. Yeah, you know, there's a creativity to it. There's a the, you know, man. Uh, it's funny. I, I just you, you made me think about something because you said Kanye, and a lot of people look at Kanye and they see him as a clown because <laughs> of his of his. Well, it's he's Kanye. Yeah, but you didn't point out any of that stuff. You point out how he does business. Yeah. You're talking about how he does business. Yeah. And for young people to be influenced by someone, we think that you're going to act like a fool if he's acting like a fool, but you're actually looking at it a different way. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm getting from this. Cause I'm hearing what you're saying and what you're saying to me is it's so much more in depth than where people, my age, old people don't think like that mm -hmm. because we're set in, in whatever generation we grew up in, which is work hard um, nine to five, work for someone else, make your money, make your paycheck, pay the bills, come home, have dinner, go to bed, get up, do the same thing the next day, and then hopefully retire at some point. Get yeah. a good 401k, yeah. get a good retirement plan. Uh -huh. And you're already looking at it like, you know, I don't yeah. have to do it that way. There's another way to do it. Yeah. But people are going to tell you you're crazy for that. <laughs> I'm they, sure. tr they truly are. Yeah. And they're going to say that you're young. Well, these young kids, they don't know. And it's like, but the old way might be broken. Yeah. You know, you know where you're going with this. Yeah. I've been told many times, like, Andrew, like, you should go to college or you should do this. You should do that. But I'm not trying to listen to anybody else's other opinions because at the end of the day, I'm going to do what I want to do. Right. And also, that also has to do with, you know, just life in general, because... We only have so long on this earth, and I'm sure, like, now you're starting to realize even easy, more. Easy, easy. Are you telling Is this something you're telling me? My no, doctors no, I, tell you what's going no, on. I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm no, just saying. We, we yeah. were just talking about this the other night. Yeah. With, with a couple of friends from the band. It's like, at some point, 
that reality hits. Mm-hmm. You know, the the lead singer of the band I was, in was talking about how our life starts as a tree and then you become a branch, which leads to a small twig, which leads to a leaf. And it's like, it starts here and the older you get, the more everything starts to narrow down to one path. Yeah. And the sooner you can catch that and you can guide that towards something you want to do or you understand if it's going this direction, you're 18 years old, you know, and you already know this yeah. stuff. You already see where it's going. It doesn't matter what your grades were in school. I had D's and F's. There you go. <laughs> look at that. Yeah. This guy. I, look, I wasn't going to put yeah. it out there, but you are. Yeah. Um. It, it doesn't matter what your grades were. That yeah. was just, that was a measuring stick, but it, but it doesn't define you. It doesn't say this is how smart he is. Yeah. Because you don't have to have followed all the rules and done everything they tell you to do. If, if I'm sitting here talking to you and what I'm hearing from you, which is genuine, I'm not worried about you. Yeah. You know, we worry too much. I think about what's going to happen to everyone. Oh, these kids, we got to do this for them. We got to do that for them. And some of them do need that. Yeah. But you don't. Yeah. I'm seeing that, you know? Um, awesome. So here's what we're going to do. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, I feel like you're killing it. We can, we can just keep going. It's entirely yeah, we can keep going. All right. I hope you enjoyed part one of Grades Don't Determine Potential with my special guest, Andrew Fuentes. Look, when he came in to cut my hair, I didn't know he was going to do this. This kid was on fire, man, so you had to give him another episode. Make sure you tune in Monday to hear the exciting conclusion of this conversation. I promise you won't, uh, you won't be let down. Great kid. Again, don't forget to follow us on Facebook at I Will Prevail Podcast, on Instagram at I Will Prevail Podcast, and feel free to join us on Patreon at I Will Prevail Podcast. Thank you all very much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.